Welcome to the podcast service of Sydney's FM 103.2. Available on the web at fm1032.com.au. Well, you're on Fresh. It's FM 103.2, and the new album from Christian City Church, Oxford Falls, is here. It's called Here We Go, with a sound more akin to previous albums uh, from Christian City Youth. It may have something to do with the fact that uh, some of the guests in our studio tonight are Joe Pringle, Nikki Fletcher, Ryan Smith. Thanks for hanging out with us on Fresh. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, probably part of the reason is the fact that you guys all originated from CCC Youth and Christian City Youth. Bit of a departure from previous church albums, if you like, Ryan? You know, it's interesting. It's The thing I love about where our church is going right now is that um, there is more of an emphasis upon ideas that come from younger generation. And the thing that is that you've got Nikki, who's the youth MD, you've got Joe, who's involved in that team. I came out of the youth and you kind of take that sound with you wherever you go because that's where you cut your teeth that's where you learn and so you go back to what's familiar and the fact that now Pastorville sort of trusted us trusted us with the leadership of writing songs and that kind of stuff we just default to that position and it's probably why you say it sounds like what you've heard before okay well the new album it's the new sound as you were just saying and in fact uh, it, it was your first studio recording that you've done as a church and recorded in LA so what's been happening why why LA why a studio album what's what's been going on on the northern beaches Nikki well, LA because um, that's where all the famous people live, and we want to be famous. So, famous. no, I'm just talking. <laughs> um, yeah, we 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 went to LA because the the this sorry, excuse me, this set of songs that have been written for church, we just felt like we'd be giving them the best production and um, the best, I guess, treatment by going to LA and working with Dan and Leah, Joe's brother Dan. Pringle and his wife Leah, who are producers over there with LA. They work in the industry. Um, obviously, in LA, because it's the hub of music in a lot of ways, you got the best studios, the best musos, you got the best of everything. So, we just thought, why not just take these songs, just produce them really, really well, do something different? Um, you know, it's been Joe's heart to do that for a while and really take the sound of our music up a level and and um, so that's what we did. We went over there with um, a couple of us and our, our drummer, Brad Cheney. We got in Henson Studios, which is um, one of the top studios in LA, like all the, the biggest guys in the world, sort of all the Grammy winners and that produce in there. And who was in there at the time? Um, it's really weird, like, because... Like, Kevin the Frog was doing Kevin the Frog was doing <laughs> it. It's, it's actually Jim Henson Studios. Okay. Henson's, yep. It's called a Studios over there. But, um, like, next door was Mariah Carey. Um, who was down the hall? Pumpkins. Oh, I actually, I walked past Slash in the toilet. Yeah, who's the dude that? Who's Smashing, the dude that's Smashing on Pumpkins were down in Studio D, and then there's Velvet Revolver and what's his name? Randy. Randy. The, uh, the African American guy off Idols. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Randy Jackson was there, and and so we got we got to meet a few peeps, but it was cool. I think I think the main thing, like um, like referring back to Ron, you know, it's different sounding, is um is that I look at my CD collection, and I'm sorry to say this, it may be a heresy, but um, but I would say 9 out of 10 of my CDs aren't Christian. They are um, music, you know, outside of the church, a non-church album. And so um, I would have to guess that other and for other listeners that it would be the same or a, a stronger ratio towards the other. So I was thinking, why? Because there's a, there's a sound of church music. There's... Like, I can listen to an album, I go, that's a church album. Well, you know, there's yeah. a certain sound. Uh, well, it doesn't actually have to sound like that. 
church, like music is music. Music like bypasses the brain and hits you straight in the heart. And that's that's the mm-hmm. massive action. You don't think about music. You're like, oh, I love that song. Why? And it's it's just because it's music. You know, like it's it's impacting. And and so I I don't I I always had this challenge in my head. Like, why does it have to sound like church? You know, quote unquote. Out. It's like it can sound like anything because yeah. praises to God. Like it's it everything praises God. If no matter what music style it is. That's the first track from uh, CCC Oxford Falls' brand new album. It's called Here We Go. Now, guys, that actually made it into the top 40 if, about a month or so ago. Now, how, tell us about that, Joe. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, top 40 singles, that is. Top 40 single, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool. We, um, Well, I've sort of befriended like a, f- a few really cool people and um, been hanging out with them lots. And so I was, I was chatting with uh, with a friend of mine and... And and he's like, you know what? Why don't you put out a single? I'm like, gee, why? Why like haven't like it's just never crossed our minds because it's like you know church music. Yeah. And, you know it's a single. Like why would people do that? But it was really cool. Like because um, here we go. We hadn't played it much in church. We played. We sort of played it the first time about a month out from the album release. So um, so it was a new song and and there was a good vibe on it. And so it worked out really well f- for our church and um. And so, um, you know, everything went into motion and, and we put out the single and it it just exceeded all expectations and it was really cool. Like, we weren't expecting, like, such good response. Yep. And Nikki, Nikki, so it got onto the top 40. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Nova played it and yes. then, then Today FM picked it up as death matches. So how did yes. you go with the, the, old, the whole death match situation? Yeah, I, like, it was um, it was pretty cool. The death match was, was pretty fun. I mean... Um, it's pretty, it's pretty funny, like, when, when you hear, like, like, cause we're up against Snow Patrol one night, and it's like, um, Yo-Yo, the, the girl who takes the calls, is like, oh, I can't believe this, like, the switchboard is going crazy, and I'm thinking in my head, I'm listening, I'm going, oh, Snow Patrol absolutely killed us, but it's like, it's 98% to CCC, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe it. Um, but yeah, it was cool. Like all the, all the good radio play. I mean, we had a few spots on, on all the radio stations. Yeah. So it was really cool. Like just random requests. So it was yeah, that's sweet. cool. Now, uh, I think we should play another track and it's track two, which is Butt God. Tell us about that one. Um, Nikki. Butt God. Actually, this is a song that all three of us wrote together. It's a bit of a collaboration and Pastor Phil has been speaking on Butt God in our church, he has sort of a series and he's just released a book called But God. And the idea, the, the concept, the revelation behind that is, you know, whatever happens in your world, there's always a but God. But God can do this. But God comes through. But God, you know. Saves the day. But God saves the day. And so that's really where that song came from. Joe had an idea for a, a cool little, you know, uh, chord progression. and oh, It's very average, sound. by the way. Oh, no, no, yeah. <laughs> well, that's our goal, actually, to be just average. You know. No, this song absolutely rocks. It, it, it kicks butt. Can we play it now? Maybe just have a listen to it? I think we can. <laughs> well, let's do it. Let's do it. Do it, do it. I've got Joe, Ryan and Nikki in the studios with us tonight. Now, Nikki, some of the girls went to Presence Conference. Oh, um, uh, some... Hang on. Is it about my boots? No. <laughs> No, it's the other part. It's about your head. My head. They they said that second night of conference, your hair was going off. They said they want to know your hairstylist. Oh, my gosh, yes. I have the most incredible 
um, hairdresser. His name's Dave Stanwell. Um, he's fully booked out. He works at Channel 9 and he does Pastor Chris Pringle's hair and he does my hair and um, he's an absolute legend. Well, I love him to death. He used to work for my sister who runs a hair salon in Warriorwood called Rebecca Faith Hair and Solarium, so you can go there instead. Yes. Station sponsor. <laughs> Station sponsor. <laughs> but yeah, he'll be stoked. He actually, the highlight of um, my worship leading apparently was... Uh, not the songs, not the um, power of God or anything. It was the hairstyle. Yeah, no, the girls were impressed. Yeah. Uh, now, and Joe's outfits. Yeah, <laughs> and that leads us to influence... And Gretch. <laughs> okay, focus, guys. <laughs> focus. Sorry. This leads on to uh, talking about the, the T-shirts and stuff that you were wearing on that night is Kong He, isn't it? He, he yeah. was your guest speaker who talked about being influencers in pop culture. Now, obviously, you guys... Uh, want to be on that edge and you are on the on the edge so how important is it for us to be sort of i guess not op- opposed or repulsed by pop culture but to actually be influencers in it i mean what's your take on it go ron ron's the fashion man here me gosh yeah. well considering i'm in the, my underpants in the studio on the most um, <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the what the emphasis on it uh just yeah uh-huh. the importance of being part of pop culture and influences in it rather than being just outside of it. So you were obviously there, you heard the message. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. It, was, it was an interesting message, but challenging. Nick and I had a long chat about that just the other day, as a matter of fact, about how that kind of a message you probably wouldn't have been able to share in the church five years ago, even three years ago, that it's, you know, it seems to be a pretty relevant message now because um, the church has been talking forever and a day about being relatable. And, you know, Paul writes about, you know, he becomes all things to all men. Um it's interesting. One of the things I love about Pastor Phil is he, he will actually um, say, you know, there'll be people up there preaching about prosperity or preaching about success. And then the congregations were wondering, well, how come you're so poor? You know, that's not directed at Pastor Phil, but you've got to have a platform to speak from. So if you want to be on the cutting edge musically um, and, you know, you want to identify with people that are into pop culture and fashion, the rest of it, then you've got to um, put yourself in that position where you've got something to say. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for us, it's like, you know, dressing a certain way or, you know, being on the cutting edge is not about, you know, for us, it's not about being up ourselves or, you know, have a spirit of vanity. It's about, you know, being relatable. Yep. And part of our church's mission statement is to be bright, powerful and relevant. And so we want to be in touch with the world. We the church has, you know, long been regarded as out of touch. We don't want to be out of touch. We want to be on the cutting edge. We want to be able to relate to people so that when we open our mouth, and we say something or we play a song or whatever, we've got something to say and they, people listen. Yeah. And in turn, we have you know, a greater level of influence, more people get saved. Yeah, it was. A, I mean... So there is a, an absolute definite reason behind, there's a purpose attached to it. Excellent. Well, I think we shall uh, continue on with some more tracks and uh, let's play now Our God Reigns. Nikki, I believe this was one that you led at least. Mm-hmm. Did you write it as well? Yes, with Ryan. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you want to just tell us about the premise behind the song? Our God Reigns... Yeah, is a song that uh, kind of took, I guess, the vision of the church and just put it in a song because I was really feeling like um, as a worship leader in church, just the desire and the longing to see the house of God filled with people that are worshipping and praying. And Pastor Phil's been talking about prayer for probably a year, a year and a half. That's been his heart, just to bring prayer back into the church and get Christians actually praying because, um, you know, 
it's easy to not pray. That's, it's easy to forget to pray. It's so hard, it's hard work. Yes, exactly. It's hard work, and so he's that's been his heart for so long. So you know, the opening lines are. Um, hear the saints lift their voice and pray, then the house will be filled with praises. So it's really for me, it was just standing on the stage and week after week looking out and just like like almost like a prayer of faith, like I can hear the saints praying, I can see the house of God filled. And that's where this song started and then it just turned into a song. So Cool. Yeah. Well, it must have been good to come back, to, to go back to LA and be with your, your mate Dan Pringle and Joe's obviously Joe's brother because uh, you, you guys were the original CCC youth band way back in uh, the old days. Uh, <laughs> make, <laughs> the, the glory days. Does it make you feel like an old man, Ryan? Yes. Yeah. All the time. What did Dan uh, bring back to, I guess, to the producing of the album? I mean, it's obviously the album sounding really, really hot and fresh and um, quite infectious and singable, if you like. But for, for you personally, what did Dan bring into the project? Well, um, he's very clever. So, and this is what he does every day, him and his mm. wife, Leah. So uh, it wasn't, it, for me, going there, it wasn't like hit and miss. And he, what he brought to it, first and foremost, I would think was a sense of security. We knew that it wasn't going to be like, oh, I just hope this works. It was like, wow, we, this is going to sound great because we're going, you know, we're putting our, the record in safe hands and he's, like I said, he's extremely clever. So, you know, plus also great music comes out of great relationships. I've always thought that. And the fact is, you know, we're all good friends. And Dan and I have got a bit of a history there. So it was like not a day had gone by. We walked straight yeah. back in and the music, to, I felt like the music just played itself. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was it was just laughing. I mean, it was a wonder that we even made the record. I was going to say um, because it was just like old times, teasing each other, laughing, joking, and and that creates like that's so good with the creative process. It helps like keep the flow going. There's nothing worse than when you're walking on eggshells around a producer. I mean, we can say whatever we like to each other, and there's no offense. It's just we laugh it off, you know, mm-hmm. and that just re- it doesn't stifle what you're trying to do. And there's two things that you're always against when you're in your studio, and that's the clock and the wallet, mm-hmm. time and money. So that's the most precious commodity. And, you know, the clock was ticking. We only had a certain amount of money to spend. So we just went in there and, and just made a great record. And-, and your songwriting, you're still doing songwriting, although you sort of, I guess, you seem to be shying away from the, 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 the spotlight, if you like. You're in there at the back just making playing that guitar of yours, doing a really good job. But uh, you're still doing busy with songwriting and stuff? I'm not as busy as I used to be, I think. I've all, like the way I've always worked is in a collaborative situation. I'm not great on my own at all. I'm a good team player and not a great lyricist. You know, I can hear riffs and stuff, but my strength is really as an MD and a guitar player. And I can come up with a songwriting idea. Um, a song like Show Me How to Live, for example, that was something that came out of my spirit. And I sat down with Nikki and Nikki helped me sort of finish it off. And then Joe added a bridge to it. And <clears throat> I think, and even with this record, the thing that I came away with um, which spoke to me personally was the fact that music is collaborative. Like you can think you're a hot shot or you're on your own, but the greatest music is when everybody's pouring into it. It's a big melting pot. Everybody's giving uh, opinions, advice. You know, someone's producing it. Someone's, um, you know, doing the mastering. Another person's writing the songs. Another person's singing on it. So, and it was a bit of a mixed bag. Yeah, I'm not so much just focusing on just songwriting, just but working out what is my part to play. Can, this, I, can I just say something very quickly? I was wondering where that voice Ryan, came from. Ryan Ryan is a very humble character. And let me tell you, he's a great lyricist. He's a very talented songwriter. And though he stands in the back, it's everything true. falls on his shoulders. And he he's like the man. Although you see faces standing at the front, you know, the people singing songs, whatever. He's the man. And, and he runs the whole department. He's, he's a vision caster for our music department. And... 
and he's the man. He's a he's a very humble guy, so he will not dare say it. But this song was birthed out of him, and and he sings like an angel. I think. We hope you enjoyed this FM one hundred three point two podcast. To listen to more great audio, visit fm one hundred three two dot com dot au.